I think y'all had a handful of texts going off yesterday when y'all were talking about pickles and stuff it. that I just checked out. <laughs> I was trying to, t- Haley had just got back. I was talking with her. The baby was being the baby. Baby was being the baby. And I looked down and I see something about like, yeah, pickles in the drink. And I was like, I'll read this later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put the Josh in the corner. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not having those. any of it. That couldn't look any less appetizing to me. <laughs> Guys are called try pickles. <laughs> I I would eat a fruitcake before that. They're called tropicals. Yeah, if you had brought like Hostess powdered donuts, I would group eat that with you. But they're not those. I got Michelle's. You know the opinion uh, on them. The funnel cake that you get at the state fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah I eat that before I ate those fruit punch flavored pickles. No, where I actually tried one, Michelle got some alcoholic beverage at the state fair that had one of those in it. Huh. You weird. said that like such a square. Alcoholic beverage. Yeah, uh, she got some alcoholic beverage. She got well, that's an, uh, an adult beverage. I didn't even, <laughs> that didn't even register. It was weird with me for some reason. <laughs> what, what was more interesting was the way you're like at the state fair <laughs> because you mentioned the state fair. I know, and it was just strange that it came up twice. Yeah, uh, did I know? Like, did I subconsciously pick the state fair funnel cakes, knowing that these trop pickles exist there? So probably. So the some best part of the state fair. The best part of the state never fair. been. Is there's this big room where uh, I think the co- stop the tropicals. Uh, see, Josh keeps playing God with the music stand. He's doing it again. <laughs> hey, are we recording yet? Yeah, use the stool. See. Okay, good. It's way over. No, no, no. It's actually a properly high one that I think you would like a lot to your right. Eric, ah. get up on the mic. Hey guys, what? so I finally did the Enneagram bullshit. Oh really? Yeah. Which is, which is a uh, five. You, you sound. You that's sound, what they were guessing. You sound upset. They were guessing. Yeah, I might you be sound so like sad. John well, Chris said it was the uh, the equivalent of a horoscope for Christians. Dude, dude they take John they Chris take it so is seriously. hilarious. He's our. He's we we got one. We got one. <laughs> yeah, we got we got one funny guy. Yeah, I like him. So he's what, funny. were you a seven? He definitely knows his audience. I yeah, mm-hmm. it's not me, but he's funny. Right. <laughs> I just I don't know. He, to do his style of stand-up, the world you would have to be thinking about all the time is not uh, the world uh, I want to live in. I think True. I, 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 to be a Christian comedian and feed into that, I think I'd very quickly not be a Christian. Yeah, probably. What, uh, like, I'd be annoyed. Um, I mean, look at half the Christian bands we know. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, yep, there it is. That's just the music part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert, most of the Christian bands you like aren't Christians anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Yeah. But, but yeah, so but they make uh, let me tell you about make this. really good art and you and you should just listen to it for the art's sake. Go ahead. Let me tell you about this Enneagram stuff. Cool. So there's a whole bunch there's nine numbers and they all mean something. But it's a personality test is basically what it is. But this one matters more because it's like ancient and stuff. That's what they yeah. all say. It's been around because forever. Use it. And uh anyways. I, a lady at church gave me the book and it go, talks about each nine of them 
and you can learn about each one. And I didn't know which one I was. They were guessing and saying out what numbers I was. And uh, I was trying to not pay attention to that so I wouldn't let it affect my decision or whatever. So I read one through like almost eight. And uh, then the baby starts needing my attention. And I knew that I wasn't one of those. I was Mm -hmm. like, there's a couple in here that I'd like to be. How many are there? Nine. I was like, there's a couple of these numbers that I'd like to be. The rest have way too much confidence in themselves. I know that's not me. And uh, so then this the next week at church came Saturday, and I was talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I haven't finished them all, but I don't think I'm any of them yet. And so then Micah was like, well, then you're probably a nine. And I was like, well, how do you know that? And he was like, well, just when you know, you know, and if you don't know any other ones. And so to me, it was this, this stupid Enneagram game still. Right. And then I got home and I was like, Haley, let me read this out loud to you because this is the last one. And as I read about the nine on the Enneagram, she laughed out loud at me and uh, I was super bummed. Uh, It was pretty mostly on, but it was also like reading out, here's all your worst characteristics that you (laughs) already know. Can you remember what you loved and what you didn't like? Okay, so they all have a different name. So like number one is like uh, the perfectionist. Number five is the observer, which I thought was dope because I've been thinking about the observer a lot yeah, lately. Yeah, um, that kept you intrigued. So you you read the first one, and you're like, okay. You read the second one, and I was like, okay, I, I think, I, I'm intrigued because they used the right vernacular. You keep going. What's number three? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember what number two or three was. Number five is the observer. Oh, okay. So I just remember the ones that seemed kind of interesting to me. I thought mm-hmm. number six is like a worst case scenario. So I related to that a little bit. I didn't want to be right. it though. Loyalist. But um, any the my, the point is number nine they call the peacemaker, but to me it just read like weak beta male. Lazy asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says right here. Receptive, <laughs> reassuring, agreeable. It's probably me. Complacent. Dies in every scenario. Dude, it literally, it literally <laughs> in examples, in examples, it said, it said, uh, when gets stressed out, starts thinking about something else. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I totally do. <laughs> it was like doesn't want to be around a lot of I th- people. I'm gonna read this this week and next week. I'm gonna let you know what I think I am. It said that I was uh, agreeable, which uh, here's the thing where I disagree with this, at least oh, the, well. the little bit I read. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're not that agreeable. Where I, and you're not, you're not, they, people who want to speak for this thing as being worth your time would, would tr- anything negative you could say about it would be like, well, you're not supposed to look at it like that. It's, you can be, and they, they have some BS for it, but I just found it interesting. I, I can tell you what, a lot of stuff that I think about, it gave me a vocabulary for or at least okay. to use with other people. This is going back like 15 episodes and you, you how much you did not like this thing. Yeah, it just like the idea it, it seemed like it was like everything else and I figured I, I, the way I I realized it was with how busy my life was at the time, it was not something I wanted to spend time thinking about with how important it was to right. me. And I I had some time open up, I guess, <laughs> cuz it didn't get any more important to me, but I was like, ah, I'll check it out. And and Eric, you have taken this thing. Yeah. What are you, Eric? I think um, this list has them named weird, but uh, I think I'm a number four. It's basically your classic emo. Oh, you're the artist, the yeah. emo kid. Yeah, the emo kid, the artist. romantic. Um, always thinks they're part of the out crowd. Yeah, the so. part that you're not a part of. Yeah. Um, also, have you ever um, taken this? I haven't. That might be me. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, but Johnny, did you know if you take enough uh, like lavender and mint, you could actually <laughs> have an extended leg that goes to Achiever, which will help you be adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. That's the one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but you Haley. have to make I'm sure you get the right brand lavender and the so right. So get brand this: mint. you guys have heard me talk about my life long enough now. So yeah. the one is called the Achiever, right? Mine is called the Peacemaker. Can you read the Achiever? The the the. I just did. Okay, read it one more time. Yeah, the Achiever, a success oriented. Uh, pragmatic, adaptive, excelling, driven, image conscious. But again, it requires lavender and mint. Oh, my God. Read nine. <laughs> Beta, scared. No. <laughs> <laughs> no the, it's it's going to read this yeah. way with the other peacemaker. words. Uh, easygoing, self. Oh, my eyes. Good Lord, I'm getting old. <laughs> good Lord, I'm getting yeah. old. You Come know, on, Dad. All the cool kids have good eyes. My eyes are bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a four. All right, keep going. The peacemaker, the easygoing, self-efficing, efficing. Oh, facing. They're making up new words for this. Is awesome. Okay, uh, type uh, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, complacent. Yeah, so that's mine. I'm sorry, Um, Johnny. It's okay, but uh, now you need a hug. No, I'm fine. But think about this. No, no, he's got the UAD. When I talk about me and Haley, I think you guys have heard me talk about the green dot, red dot thing. Yeah, how she's such the green light. Go get it done. I'm the red light. Stop and smell the roses. When we were reading this, it was kind of this is what I mean by vocabulary. Is me and Haley were like laughing out loud as we read it and totally got it. But we were like, this is this is things we've figured out without it. Just getting to know each other, which takes me back to eight nine months ago when they brought it up at church and somebody said, "What is the application of this? Why would you? How would you apply this to your life?" And uh, somebody was like. Somebody in the green room was like, well, it just helps you have more compassion and empathy for other people. And then I said, or you could just talk to them and get yeah, to know yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's but for those that don't at, know how to communicate. Look at Shut what up. a number nine is. Yeah. I relate to people. Yeah. I naturally, apparently can relate to I think I'll probably be a number nine too, man. Yeah, y'all might because uh, you both We put ourselves of, in other uh, people's shoes really well is what right. they were saying. So yeah. when we, we can see both sides of an argument pretty easy. Yeah. Which is why this whole like being agreeable thing and uh, but I'm real, we avoid confrontation. I'm overly confident, confident. Yeah, 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 and I'm not. So that's where we're. That's different. where we're very different. That's like why I I'm, like I'm. Out. What I said. That's why I like hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, come on, let's do this. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. I'm agreeable. <laughs> I'm agreeing to this. No, well, here's why and I'm then agreeable. I get us in trouble. I'm agreeable when it doesn't matter to me. Is what I right, realized. Right. Right. And, uh, oh, but we're also stubborn, so that maybe that's why. Oh, yeah, 100% me. Doesn't uh, it feel like we're just reading the thing at a Chinese restaurant that's like, and then it's going, ah, oh, that's us. Now we have to be in this category. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, one of the ladies on the worship team Sunday had never heard of it, and she was, you would think with how much we talked about it, she'd heard of it, but uh, maybe she just hasn't been singing that weekend whenever we were talking about it. But she was asking about it and kind of getting interested, and I went up to her before everyone left Sunday, and I was like, hey, just so you know about this thing, I was like, don't don't lose your identity in this. This is not your identity. You're like you're like, hey, remember, you're special. Well, I you're just not see, one of nine I people. literally see some people who are so into it that they're constantly reading it. They're listening to podcasts. They're trying to figure out themselves with this whole like, it's just another book to get lost in reading and trying yeah. to dissect things. It's like, hey, be nice and just go Love go people. have fun. Be yeah. alive. Go. What do you want to do today? You want to go play? Go play. <laughs> so yeah. on that note, actually, this is going to be a serious question. Um, I know, um, so Lily, she grew up in a church cult, essentially, um, and they actually just released a documentary where a bunch of people who are now young adults who are part of that 
are coming out going like, dude, I spent so much of my life in that cult that I don't know who I am. It was like Scientology? No, no, no. It was a uh, Church of Christ, ACL, AIL, or something. It's, it's this weird thing. ATL, I can't remember, but essentially oh, it was Mark. like the school AIL, Aggressive Inline League. Uh, maybe, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, they it had to be like carbon fiber wheels. It couldn't be yeah. like the you know not rubber. polyurethane. Yeah, yeah and they couldn't <laughs> get out of here with that stuff. They couldn't wear Not jeans. So they had All to, I'm thinking is that, that Mitch Hedberg line in uh, Lords of Dogtown. He goes, polyurethane, man. Dude, like, I forgot and, he was in that. Yeah, he's just in the, that mm-hmm. moment. He introduces polyurethane wheels, and then he's out. Hey, Eric, did they have to wear skirts down to their feet, even yes. if they were like jean skirts? Yeah. yeah. Her, uh, she has a picture of herself when she was like 10, and uh, she's got a dress that goes down to her ankle. She's like, this is as high as it could go. I remember seeing a crew, a crew of them at a Galveston beach one time, and they were all walking. They were waiting in the water, just walking, and everyone was getting wet because they all like the dudes just had pants on. And I was like, "Mom, what's what's up with this? What's up with this over here? (laughs) Where are those denim uh, swimsuits? Yeah, I was like, why? What's (laughs) happening over here? (laughs) I was like, are they lost? Okay, what if they had a swimsuit? Tell us about this uh, version this of cult, what they Eric. wear. Keep going. Your well, direction. so like um, guys are raised like essentially like, hey, um, women will be the fall of your life. Make sure you you learn now at a young age to be able to to handle your your wife and girls. <laughs> your wife. Were, and girls were pretty much raised to, hey, uh, you're gonna be a wife one day. It's gonna be awesome. You'll have kids. You'll get to raise those kids. Don't do anything else. It's a no, but that's legit. What it um what happened and like, do Lily, women wait uh, get get uh do they? There you go. I know some uh, Hispanic families that do something very similar, but they're way less nice about it. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> like, do, this do, is what you do now. Do they say <laughs> men abstain from women? They'll be the downfall, and then women, you are the downfall. Yes. Yeah, like Lily and her sisters were raised like a ton of weight on their shoulder. Yeah, they were raised like, that. Huh. Hey, you are gonna mess these guys up. Men can't handle themselves, so yeah. so. Well, the men are too busy. Cover up, uh, chasing their dreams. Yeah, coveralls. <laughs> it's like the episode of Family Guy where uh, yeah. Peter goes to Meg. He's like, "Hey, Meg, you know, sometimes we're not meant to be a star. We're meant, you know, we need to be the person looking up and admiring the beauty of them." And she's like, "Well, gee, I think, I guess, thanks, Dad." He goes to Chris. Chris, shoot for the stars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> Oh my god! You can do anything you want, like. and that cult was formed, dude. I was watching an episode the other day, and I I've seen it before, but I just forgot. But it's so great. One of the kids does something totally stupid as they walk by Peter and Lois, and Lois just goes, "Man, we really rolled three gutter balls with these, didn't we?" <laughs> <laughs> Eric, did you say what you wanted to say about that? Well, no, I wanted to get into uh, talk about identity a little bit. So Lily feels like she struggles a little bit with identity herself, yeah, and. uh and I was I was kind of, I was trying to like cheer her up a little bit because I was like I'm like in my head I was going now is this like Eric I want your advice conversation or is this Eric I need you just to sit here and yeah that's confusing be a lightning rod to know. accept this information can you just ask <sighs> like, I mean why would you ever... do that Josh <laughs> when does that's asking ever logical. go right with that like hey what do you need me to do here you want is you it the to... time of the month or am i like supposed to be <laughs> like am i in the, the 29 days where i can actually ask here? this question or no no that's that's the joke i love you lily <laughs> what did you say 
Don't leave me, baby. <laughs> baby girl, don't I go. need you. Don't you pack those bags. This <laughs> is the third verse in every Boys to Men song. Like, girl, I know I did you wrong. <laughs> That's the only reason that dude's there. Oh, man. He's like, they're back there just going, ooh. So on point. Girl, come on now. You put down those but bags. But essentially, I was telling I'll her, I was like, bath. hey, you know, you, when I met you, you were into these books, you're into these movies, you were into these different things you love video editing you love creating art you love all these things and to me those are elements that make up your personality like when i met you i had no idea you were a part of that organization and uh they could be a a segment of faking it till you make it you know kind of situation yeah but i was like even like the gentleman in the, in the documentary that kind of goes like you know i don't know who i am uh, all this stuff i was kind of like well I mean, if I was in a room with him, I would just be like, hey, dude, so uh, what you are you into? Do you play any sports? What what oh, you do? Well, I played baseball. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Who's your favorite baseball team? You know, going to that conversation. I'm like, okay, cool. Because I just had a whole like 10 minute conversation with your personality without having to even consider the other thing. So uh, are no. you as lost as you think you are? Or are you lost because someone on a podcast said, if you were raised this way, you're lost and you're, you need help? That's probably the way to go about it, Eric. I was thinking the way I'd go about it with that guy is immediately I was I would imagine like, you know, this is kind of like I would just treat him like my son when I brought him home and I would take him outside. I'd be like, so this is the earth and uh, this is where we stay. Uh, this is outside. This is where we set up camp. <laughs> um, just kind of start from the beginning. Be like, so, yeah, I guess I would eventually get to what you were what you would say is like, so what are you interested in? Orange. OK, so Orange. let me let me. It's like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, question, but not yeah. funny. <laughs> so I guess it is like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't know. Tina uh, Fey is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it. I can't really comment. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so if everyone walked around with the shirt uh, on their shirt with the number they are, do you think it would be if if it was like government issued? You're a one through nine. You take the test. You're one See, through this nine. This is already why I don't like this stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm asking you if that happened and you walked in to a room and you saw nine four five two one like what uh do you think that would help us in any way shape or uh, form? some people because here's what i realized with uh with me before i read the nine one when i had just read like one through eight yeah. and i was talking to them saturday at church i said i got distracted because i wasn't relating with anything but i found myself wanting to write down all the good characteristics about each one because each one has good char characteristics characteristics no that's right and uh i was like i want to write down all of the attributes i like about all the other ones yeah and then figure out how to do more of those things and yeah. so what i guess the way i would do it if everyone walked around with their number on like that movie nine um yeah <laughs> i would uh I would probably whatever I was interested in that week because my personality also gets distracted easily, but gets interested in the things, which is why I like really like one thing for a week and then something else. Um, I would probably whatever I was interested in, I'd be like, what do I want to be more like this week? And then, or it'd probably be at the moment. I, I look at someone and they seem interesting, and then I see what number, and then I go, okay, what? Let's go learn how you handle this reality. Or here's this crazy thing that's happening. I want to hear how you see this. Yeah, yeah. I already yeah. do that. I already yeah. go to people that I enjoy talking to and I bring up things that I, I want to hear how you are perceiving what yeah. I'm seeing. I feel like there's at least a pretty good skit, if not a short film, of everything we're talking about right now. It probably the, already the, is. Some yeah. church has probably already done it. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Hive Podcast. My name's Josh. I'm Johnny. I'm Eric. I'm Kalen. 
And I'm Brady. Brady's probably going to need to get turned up. Yeah, Brady, turn it up. Late bitch. Oh, man. There we go. And there it is. <laughs> First one. Brady, say your name again. And I'm Brady. Brady who? Clifton. Brady Clifton. Oh, Clifton. Brady Clifton. I'm Brady Clifton. And at that moment, the Hive podcast ceased to exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, off the top, uh, right off the top, uh, this morning, some uh, we wanted to say uh, we're praying and and thinking and 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 our hearts go out to everyone in New Zealand that that uh, dealt with the tragedy this morning. And uh, Brady doesn't know he's looking around. <laughs> he doesn't. Does not no time idea. for a joke, Brady. Hey, stop laughing, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just his like prairie dog of a head popped up, and he's like, "Yeah, Brady, don't even ask questions. Just mourn." <laughs> he's sad that. right now. No, it's it's horrible when people do evil things and. And um, and this is you know, particularly heinous, and, and and we we don't want to be thoughts and prayers, guys. Uh, but we are, we are, uh, our hearts are breaking for those that lost people today. Prayer hand emoji. Yeah. So that's uh, actually a high five. It yeah, is a it actually five. is a high five. One. Yeah, it's a, a high, high five. five. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it's it is not a prayer hand emoji. Oh my. <sighs> Everything so you, I know is a lie. Yeah, yeah so like you sent so many people high fives when you said you were praying for me. Like, hey, my dad died. And exactly. you're like, <laughs> right on. <you're> like, yeah, <laughs> sick, bro. Like, like <laughs> Zach attack at the max. So huh. yeah. Um, well, it was implied prayer. <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, what do you? What, I mean, you wanted to bring something up, uh, Johnny, and I said not to talk about it until. Was it about the Lori Laughlin? Yeah. Does anyone know how to say that for real? Because Laughlin, Laughlin. Where the, Where does that F come from? Tell me. G H. Is there a G H in there? Yeah. Yeah, and that makes yeah. a. F- yeah. Yeah. Rough <laughs> English language. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rough. Or, yeah. Tough. Tough. Every time we say you the word rough, and that F syllable comes cough. out at the end, the sound, the shape that that makes is just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a pissed emoji coming off yeah. your mouth. This language makes no sense. <laughs> uh, that's why this is the most you know garbage of a language that's out there. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of neat. It is neat. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just reading this morning that Lori Laughlin. Well, daughter. first off, first off, explain what were what happened. Okay, so the some lady, it, the way it's being shared on the. Social media is there's two women, but I don't know who the other one is. There are a lot of people. There's a lot of people. There's about 50 people involved. There's 50 people in charge or involved, but the articles I was seeing shared had some lady from some show like Desperate Housewives or something. Yeah, who is the wife of William H. Macy from Shameless. Oh, nice. Other things. Yeah, that's the uh, Batman. Uh, William H. Macy, he played, uh, he's in one of the, isn't he like? No. No. Oh. No. no. Who am I thinking of? I, I I don't know. I'm thinking of the police officer guy with the mustache. Oh, that's that's uh uh you're thinking of Gary Ullman. Yeah. Gary Ullman. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Commissioner also Gordon. Uh, an older white guy, but one yeah, from dude, the UK awesome. and one's from from not. <laughs> one's from <laughs> one's from the US. Not. Yeah, I think I just got the guy cuz I saw something about the guy from Shameless. I think I got their faces confused. Yeah, William, William H Macy All white people look the same to me. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so Aunt Becky got arrested or indicted. Indicted. For, she uh, actually is under house arrest. She's college, she's going to be fine. She's got that kind of. Oh money. no, stuck in her mansion. Yeah. What's yeah. she gonna do? Oh, I don't know. Man. I'm sure they'll do some community service. She'll throw some. Well, here's the part. Here's the part that 
I, I feel basically they paid to get their their they, they bribed and paid their way to get their kids into Harvard, Harvard and, and all these elite things. colleges. Even so, go as far as making them athletic scholarships. Yeah, like, her daughters uh, and getting more time pretend, on like her daughters SAT were uh, even people doing the SATs for them. Oh, really? And making them uh, one one got a fourteen twenty. And then was that before the it end, got moved up to twenty two hundred or no? When no, it was at sixteen hundred, it was it was uh, it got moved up from that. I mean, like that's the higher score. <laughs> yeah, but like that, her higher score is fourteen something. Yeah, but yeah. was that when the total was twenty two hundred or sixteen hundred? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think sixteen. 16 on because that's that would super be, impressive. Yeah, yeah. when and it, they I, ended I was up thinking adding four hundred points to that. I, I was thinking so it was twenty two hundred, and when I heard fourteen something, I was like, "That's what you paid for." <laughs> <laughs> That's not very good. Uh, they <laughs> even went as far to twenty four hundred. To I think that's diff- something different. They yes. even went as far as to it's making um, donate, making these bribes look like donations, so they can get tax credit on the back end. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. so not I'll only take it one not step only, further. Yeah, not only were they like uh, uh, screwing over like. People that kids that are actually working hard and don't have the money to get into Harvard, uh, to or don't have the money to bribe to get into Harvard, they've worked hard. And then these these other kids think about every kid that got denied. Um, I'm thinking about the Asian kids who get turned (laughs) away because uh, there's one story uh, where someone literally got like out of 1600, they got like 1560. Yeah, and Harvard turned them down and and gave it. Well, Harvard's already getting sued. Yeah, Johnny brought that up last week. Whenever he was like, they made it harder for for Asians to get into Harvard. Harvard because there were just too Too many many Asians. I think it's great that this liberal left uh, just being all Asian, (laughs) (laughs) not being all smart. (laughs) It's uh, it's racist. It is. Oh, it's one hundred percent racist. Totally racist. But But, I mean, our. Hey, My takeaway from the story is like, are we shocked that more rich no. people are doing bad things? They don't even have to be rich, but do you think the the judge will have mercy? <laughs> I do because they're gonna they, get a big check, a donation. Yeah. There was yeah. a, a meme that it was it was like the you know the opening scene of Full House where yeah. they're driving across. Uh, By the way, the Laura Laughlin is Aunt Becky from Full yeah, House. Hey, I, we, we haven't even said that. Uh, we kind of have. But there's okay. a meme that says like going to break out Aunt Becky, and it's like them driving on the highway, and, like from the opening scene, like everybody's in the car. Like, I saw like a I saw like a one minute clip of when Uncle Jesse was trying to cheat to get the twins into school, and she <laughs> talked him out of it. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's so funny. That's good. I need but to that's where that she got one. the idea. She's like, you can't do this. This is and then her mind. This is like, brilliant. Why don't we <laughs> do this? We're rich. I'm rich. Yeah. yeah. So uh, her daughter got dropped from Sephora. I, I guess yeah. she did stuff with Sephora. Yeah. And that's a bummer. Yeah, you because her mom's just kind of take. I not mean, to regurgitate, but you go, <laughs> man. It was so good. it was such a good point. You go. Have you seen Aunt Becky's daughter? And I go no. And then what did you say? I said it looked like evolution kept doing its work. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought I thought uh, Lori looks way better than the daughter. Well, yeah, you, way better. It's because you're you like moms. Um, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's all right. No, you're, you're just, pro- you're, you're, just, uh, you're just anti John Stamos yeah. DNA. Uh, Olivia a is a, a straight is a easy seven for me. Who's Olivia? The daughter. The daughter. Oh, 
Oh, nice. I didn't know it. Yeah, we y'all only, are objectifying we all, her without yeah, even we knowing her totally name. Totally, only know her. We know Eric. Her this is how it went. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Twitter <laughs> I and I scroll <laughs> and it says Laura Laughlin's daughter drops from Sephora. And then I see her daughter and I go, Josh, have you seen? <laughs> so this is how it happened. <laughs> this is how it happened. That's how much time I spent on it. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it was Josh, just like though. it was just like a before and after picture of the Grand Canyon. I was like, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can see the water doing its work, just shaping and all the conflict and resolution. And we just sit back and go, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it? it was amazing. It's funny. I pulled up on Google Laura Laughlin, and then literally the first thing Google recommended was Laura Laughlin's daughter before herself. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's because everyone's like, Aunt Becky has a daughter? Yeah. 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 It's her cousin. Um, oh, yes. Oh. So I was talking to someone uh, at the. Uh, this is gonna sound. I'm not gonna say that. I was talking to someone before, <laughs> and uh, they were talking about you know the producer that did a bunch of the Nickelodeon shows like uh, the Amanda Show and stuff. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, you want his name? No, I knew there was I a producer know. for that. I, okay. I, I would so assume there was a producer. Yeah. So he's like shows. rated know, the number two. Them, uh, the number two person to have like done diddling. Oh no! And it's, and it's very uh, implied that so, uh, remember when uh, Jamie Spears got pregnant? Oh shit! Uh uh-uh. uh That he's the daddy. Oh, oh so there's man. there's a list of like he ruined his own show. Did, Zoe one hundred and one. Yeah. Well, this is all like um, that show was a bad example. This is children. all like uh, just speculation, but there'd be a lot of people who are on the set of different shows. And apparently, like, what he would do when they're casting the kids, like, mm-hmm. the girls um, and people for this, guys would just do a, oh, hey, my name's not Steve, <laughs> and they do their thing. Girls were asked to take off their shoes. And uh, basically, they would they were starting uh, conditioning these girls to be comfortable with, like, doing what? stuff. And so, like, all these Nickelodeon uh, female actresses who started off as kids were, like, apparently being trained from day one to kind of, like... Uh, what's what's it like? What's it called when uh, uh, put out grooming, grooming, grooming like yeah, lean yeah. into it? Yeah. Should we say allegedly anywhere in this? Allegedly, he did, oh, allegedly. He did, he did once did earlier. Maybe keep going. Yeah, but essentially, allegedly. like the, the thing is, is uh the same website that uh, busted out Harvey Weinstein and a bunch allegedly. of other people. Like their number two person that gets the most posts is the dude from all those Nickelodeon shows. Has he gotten got yet? No, huh. he hasn't gotten got. No. Who I mean, did they I feel like poker he will. nights and him and Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby all hung out? Probably. Louis C.K. sat in the corner. They called it slipping <laughs> to Mickey. He's like, I don't want to actually do it, but yeah, he's like, like, I just want to watch from over here. He just yeah. laid on the bed. <laughs> oh man! But well, no, so apparently that it's a shake like weight, a hard. <laughs> three. What number do you think all of them are? How much did that guy get paid to do the shake weight commercial? I just get scared just with the pictures of a microphone in me. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine having Something. a freaking hour-long paid programming thing of you just shaking a device right into your face the whole time. Uh, he probably got scale. <laughs> just, um, you get, you're going to get a free shake weight for this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to double check real quick. I think that's Dan all we Schneider. have to say about Dan Schneider or Snyder? Yeah. Schneider. <laughs> well, like speaking of... Uh, objectifying women and all oh, that sorts of what stuff. What a segue. By yeah. the way, I wasn't doing that with my comment. Oh, I know, I know. I, that was a joke. I, I didn't. I was saying that she looks nice, too. No, you did. And I, if anything, I was being crappy. No. 
So uh, I got tipped from a strip club. Oh, Good. and it, a whole a strip whole club? strip club tipped you. A whole strip club. Did you touch me. the dollars with your skin? It's was it money uh, or on the app? It was actual physical money. Oh, oh, oh wow. man. We, there's a I didn't know I'm how to feel that. Okay, dude, so, those are booty hole bills. How much? How much? <laughs> Show was me it? your booty Ten hole. Ten dollars. Okay, so here's what happened. It was it was really weird. This is a Lyft story. Is what yes, it's, oh, okay. we're segueing into a Lyft slash Uber story. I think it was Uber. Some um, some some listeners' favorite segment for sure. Uh, so and it, it was there needs to be opening music for this. Yeah, uh, a theme. I'm theme, on it. Theme mixer over there, <laughs> but. The pop culture segment was the last thing, and oh, see, the we we like, touch them every pop episode. Culture, yeah. you shouldn't care, yeah, but, but you, you do. do. Pop culture, um, you shouldn't care, but you do. Boom. Yeah. yeah, I'll make. Yeah, and I'll, then I'll, it was I'll supposed to be it. like blast beats, and 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 like you shouldn't the number. care, but you do. I'll do number twelve. Looks like my neighbor or whatever. Um, so I'll do. So something. I had a really interesting string of. Uh, strip club associated rides uh, those are called interesting g-string of yeah a, yeah g-string go ahead, of go ahead. Rides. Come on, um yeah so i picked up a uh stripper from one apartment complex took it took took it identified i mean we're talking about wow. freaking uh, that was objectified yeah, yeah that was completely <laughs> It's hey, unintentional. What would you it's do ma'am. if your son was at home? <laughs> I was transferring products. Because he's hungry. And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. And his dad is gone. In and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. Turn me for the rock now. <laughs> What's this? Okay. It was definitely a female. I don't know why I said it. That was awful. Okay, <laughs> Kaylin's over here. I was delivering the product from... Uh... <laughs> You're going to have to sign for this. So, uh... <laughs> was the box moving when you were transferring it? Only when he dropped it. <laughs> you should have stayed away from the box. Go ahead. So I took her to her place of employment. Um... And I dropped her off, and then I immediately got a notification to go to another strip club across the street. This is down off Royal Lane. Uh, strip Club uh, Lane. Yeah, pretty much. Which one uh, exactly? <laughs> I don't remember the... No, the let's, not. But, <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Do have a buffet? Uh, well, and then it's I, free so at lunch. I, uh, picked this guy up, and uh, he was going, fancy enough, to another strip club. Yeah, so you leave one strip club to go to another. Is it like obviously. stand up where you have like a gig? Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, right, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm 9 working 15. on my type five. <laughs> it's a whole new line for type five. And so I uh, picked this gentleman up who is from Philly. He was a he was a nice guy, uh, and he tipped me well, which was extra nice of him. So I pulled up to the uh, strip club number two for this gentleman, and I dropped him off. He gave me a $10 tip, which was uh, very nice. And he said, you know, be good to people and God bless as he got out. I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, all right, well, this guy's nice to me. Trying to preach the gospel. Apparently. He's like, no, I got to go snore cocaine off this stripper's ass. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) And witness to her at the same time. You know, uh, slipping tracks into her (laughs) (laughs) G-string. It's one of those fake dollars that you open up. Oh, Do you please. know where you go when you die? Uh, what if what? If, <laughs> it could be. Hey guys, I feel like God's calling us to a nude ministry, well, a nude ministry, uh, and and we are gonna get 
hundreds, I mean hundreds of these tracks that look like $20 bills. Go into a strip club. Go to a strip and club. make it rain <laughs> on them. <laughs> like the strippers are like, yes, big payday. Yeah, and then they get like, really. Dude, weird. okay, I want to really go sad. get a bunch. I want to go get hundreds made. Then I want to stick them in a bag with a leaf blower. And I want to go into one of these. <laughs> <Yes. just> like, <laughs> I'm just like, shoot it. God, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'd feel bad that for a second they thought they were making a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crushing the hopes and dreams. We're just sitting there like, five more minutes of this and I'm going to have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what happened is I, so I dropped this guy off and then like the valet guy that was in front of the, the strip club I was at, he knocked on my window and I was like, oh, this is weird. I guess I'm like in his area or something. He doesn't like it. Needs me to get out. And he rolled, I rolled down the window and I was like, how you doing, sir? He's like, did that guy just tip you? And I was like, yes. He's like, oh, well, you know, if you bring people to our club, we tip you too. I was like, what? I was like, what? He's Y'all like, are about to start the stripper. Like, Dude, okay. <laughs> I had a moral dilemma about this. I just didn't know. What, and he was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I didn't think it was just real. He's like, yeah, we'll tip you. I was like, this seems not right. He's like, yeah, just pull over there. He's like, I'll give you a slip. You just have to step inside to the lady at the front counter and she'll give you money. I was like. So you went to the strip club today? All right, this week. So yeah, so I have the, the funniest thing about this. I have never set foot in a strip club ever before in my entire life. What time of day was it? It was like seven p.m. All right. So oh, okay, so yeah, hold on. Yeah. So the first time you stepped into a strip club was to get paid. Was to get paid for it. Exactly. Oh man, I you see, a hoe. I see what you did there. <laughs> you a hoe. So I, uh, um, I parked, got my little slip from the guy, walked in to the to the lady at the front desk who was very nice. <laughs> and the, the lobby looked really nice. I could not, you know, they 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 blocked your view into the main room. I could hear music. But I was like, oh, this, the decor in here is really cool. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> the decor. Was it, was it, was it, uh, <laughs> was it Victorian, like modern, or what? Uh, I'd say more gothic. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. You know? Okay. So, uh, and then, you know, that's what she gave, and she, like, gave me 10 bucks. I was like, cool. And then as I left, I was like, this, that was such a weird and odd experience that I got, uh, tipped from a strip club but they said josh if you're curious they're like the guy was like yeah if you bring like four or five people we tip you like 45 bucks i was like man it's like this feels morally and ethically wrong but no 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 so here's your new uh, mary magdalene gave jesus all this shit and and was like here and he was like all right that's cool man (laughs) so you're fine here's your new game plan buttless chaps okay carry around one of those like Flip signs you could throw up in the air and like have an arrow <laughs> pointing to your car, like lift to the strip club and just keep spinning it. Good yeah, that. I mean, I guess they do it if if you're like uh, people get in your car and the guy's like, man, hey, I want to go. Yeah, yeah, like let's go. I was like, well, actually, I've and I can say it without lying. It's like, yeah, I've been to this place. It's great. And in my mind, I'm like, I've seen the lobby. The, that's the, dude, the main you're in a lobby. great position. Yeah. Great, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I can take no it this place. Intended. Yeah. And that person's uh, like, have I seen you somewhere before? They're like, <laughs> and it's like, no, you don't know. He's like your associate pastor at your church. <laughs> oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, making his debut at the at the Thoroughbred Lounge. <laughs> Bears is Kalen Kale Kale Kalen Dallas Dixon. <laughs> what would Kalen's stripper name be? What oh, would man. be your stripper? Dallas Dixon. That's a thought pretty, I've never had. Honestly, pretty great. Dallas alliteration Dixon. works great. That's yeah. where I went with that. Uh, I, and you don't want to be too on the nose. Right. So, Kalen Dallas Dixon. That's your stripper name, man. You can cool. use that. I'm your I'm your pimp, though. All right. Cool. I'm cool. Here's the vegan Kalen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Sporting uh, the ain't nothing vegetarian the Adam about look. The, what He's you're a, about to see. The Adam look. It's a bunch of meat. What'd you say? It's sporting the Adam look. The Adam He's look. He's got the uh, crotch leaf. Like, well, this is going to be like a 30-second strip. Yeah. Um, I think I'd be Peter Piper. Peter Piper? Yeah. Wait, is, are, are, is this a gay uh, no, I just the thoroughbred lounge <laughs> is equal gay? opportunity. <laughs> gay I think my outfit could be one of those little like flutes with like yeah. the little See, things, like, and, and I just wear it as like a belt, and totally. it dangles right in front of my jaw. Yeah, I like that. See, I, I would like be that. the uh, the noisy cricket. I'd walk out in a suit like Men in Black, <laughs> rip it off, and they're like, "Oh!" And then I start just like thrusting a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why am I picturing this so vividly? <laughs> like I'm I'm, I'm in Small, it, but effective. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my still Lord. blow a hole to the wall. Yeah. Oh my lord. Brady, what would be your We've reached name? a new low on yeah. this podcast, but you know, I'm okay with it. You we brought did. us here, pal. We I'm did. sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> it was over well, a series of episodes. I, I can say it was on its way. Yeah. I can say that I didn't know it'd take us here, but let's be honest. It's yeah. a strip club. It's yeah. going to take us here. Yeah, of course. Now we are finding out our stripper names. I can get us off of this subject. So after the word show the other day, the Raven Hill word show, which by the way, Raven Hill, you didn't want, you didn't want to get off this subject. You wanted to find your stripper name. Okay, let's find, let's find, let's find it. Brady, the Birdman Beefcake. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It is Brady, Brady Beefcake. B B B B Quad B. Brady the. You don't want to use your real name. You don't want people. Yeah, I don't even say. So you're all using your real name. Triple B C. Horrible. I didn't. He didn't. Well, Kalen is screwed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone you know. knows. Well, the native. What, in what situation am I, not, am I not screwed? Let's be honest. It's true. Peter yeah. Porter he still dies as a stripper. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was gonna say Take, real quick. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was actually in Vegas and uh, taking an Uber, and I had got on this conversation about this that they would casinos and strip clubs will. Uh, pay well, even more. I've heard this. They'll even take you to cat houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And they but, get but, paid to bring you there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm and allergic then, to cats. <laughs> oh, there you go. Not going there. Um, Just furry ones. But <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I watched the Dave Chappelle stand up last Who night. Who are oh you right God. now? You're like, you're really? Like, I'm, I'm going to blame sit- Dave. Yeah, I'm going to sit here like you went to sleep with these thoughts marinating in your head. And here they are. They're just vomiting out. It's like you're holding this. The cord like this no it's like go and there's a bunch of jokes come out <laughs> no it's like when you put the soup in too long and you filled the bowl up too high right and you're trying to walk to the couch without <laughs> spilling it yeah that's me this morning <laughs> okay ahead, Brady. Brady. long story short pretty much like this guy that we got around <coughs> with he became became friends like with all the uh entry the doormen and everything so they would call him whenever they had like high rollers looking for like a, a certain ride and then for bringing people to them also. So he made a lot of extra money just making those connections. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I wouldn't like, doubt it, apparently. You make good money that way. Yeah. I learned that. But, uh, yeah, so we are talking about the the show the other night. Yeah. With He Is Legend. With he Is Legend. It went great. Oh, we did that. Um, yeah. Raven Hill, one of the best sets. I've, I've known you guys since 2012, and it was one of the best sets I've ever seen. Of you guys. It's also oh, the thanks, first man. time he's seen us. He's yeah. It was amazing. Since <laughs> um, no, y'all did fantastic. I was super good. blown away. I was almost upset a little bit because we had to play after y'all. And I was like, damn. I wasn't mad at you guys. I was just more like down on myself. I was like, damn. No, you said some nice things that made me feel real good. So I, I appreciate that. Hmm. It, was, it was inspiring. I didn't hear it was, one uh, of those nice things. 
Brady, you're in words too, so it doesn't matter. Okay, fair <laughs> True. But it made me go, okay, if we're gonna play after that, we have to kill it. So it just That's the whole point of of doing art together, I think. Is like there are things that you do on a creative aspect that make me want to be better. And I hope there are things that I do that make you want to be better. And totally. and that's why I think uh Southern Illinois had such a good and I talk about it way too much, uh had such uh, a good there's no reason why Southern Illinois should have as good an art that came out of it as it did, except for the fact that we had nothing else to do. Um, and so someone made groundbreaking art, and that forced someone else to make groundbreaking art, and it kept pushing. It was almost back and forth. And then you had two front runners, and then that turned into three, four, five, six, seven different peop- uh, artists really pushing the bar that raised the bar for everyone else. And and I hope that we can be a part of that that in the Dallas scene now. So, well, I think it was cool. I mean, uh, who was I talking to about this? It was yesterday. Who did I see yesterday? It was James. James and I were talking about how impressed we were when uh, the amount of people that not only stayed inside but walked in. Yeah, and just the I'm used to the Dallas scene like you can just see the transition of of crowds in between all yeah. opening acts we when yeah, we, we started lucky, there was like all of us yeah when our we two started, bands we lucked out man yeah People we had really a really stayed. good uh crowd for both yeah when we started there was hardly anyone in there by our second, the second song, song it even doubled. though it was like a yeah yeah and they kept coming in throughout the it, I mean by the time of our last song like I, I it wouldn't surprise me that there was like most of the people that end up be uh, ended up coming to be there weren't hanging outside anymore they were inside and and Coriel actually mentioned that even in the last song just like so many people just put their phones up yeah and and we're talking to other people like who is this band yeah y'all demanded attention and it was and, awesome and and it feels good it feels good and and that was really i mean we played a handful of Dallas shows but that was really i think our introduction to to the local scene because since then we've gotten like five show offers that's great like just people going like oh we need this band on this bill um which is cool yeah uh that was a fun show he is legend they're a good band yeah they're guitar i don't know i don't know what to say other than that there were a lot of good bands on that on that show yeah it was it was a really fun show to play and i will say something that gives some kudos to words i probably after the show um I mean, it, it sound this sounds a little bit, I don't know, self righteous or whatever. But I'm used to kind of getting compliments from Ravenhill, just because I feel like, you know, I, I think we have a thing, and I think we do it well, and uh, it's, and we're it's not di- it is different from different. what yeah, it's totally. very different from what most most people see in the scene, especially around here. So I think that alone separates us a lot. So I'm used to kind of people like, "Whoa, that was really cool." When expecting that, it was really sweet, and but. I probably got every bit, if not more, compliments about words. Really? Yeah. After yeah. the show. You guys which was it. Which was really cool to me because I was like, every time somebody come up to I was like, oh, it's going to be about Ravenhill. But they're like, dude, the music was awesome. I really liked your scream. You know, all these other things. I was like, oh, very cool. So it made me feel. Your lead singer is a problem, but we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no yeah. and I, I got several no, compliments about, about how well you did. And just the whole thing, they're like, it just seems so creative and yeah. like sonically, really artistic. it sounded so pleasing too. Like Good. I was, I was, I had to go since we played right before you. I had to go back to the merch table, and I was pretty busy back there almost the entire time. 
But um, Eric, you leaving us? Yeah. Okay. Bye. I love Bye, you. Eric. Bye, Eric. Love you. Love you. Be hey. Safe. Well, no. We'll hey, you, you killed later. it the other night at the show. You did too. Yeah, we were talking about you. He's too. pointing at us and putting fingers. Oh, he's not feeling well. Dayquil Nyquil combo, man. <laughs> Do it, man. Maybe Nyquil on the wraps. Get some there finger paints. Yeah, Sounds great. There yeah. Get some finger paints. Oh, yeah, yeah. It shows to art yeah. you create. You might make the cover your next record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, all I have to say, sonically from the from the back, it sounded great. I also That's had awesome. some people come up and ask me, like, where can I hear this? And I was like, soon, one day. It's coming. It's on coming. Spotify? Like, Wait. On Spotify, and I'm going to release the video. Is, uh, so that's, that's a segue. That's a good segue. A good oh segue. yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a video ready to come out soon, and another one being made right now. But not for Spotify. No, well, Spotify. they're going to go on Spotify also. Well, Spotify's the devil. Why would you put? Yeah. Why would you put music on Spotify anymore? Here's the conversation. Uh, yeah, this is Let's what go. we should have been doing this whole free this time. Is what the whole we're going to the whole stripper name should have just been this <laughs> <laughs> well now eric's gone i would have loved to have heard that's Eric's. what i was yeah. gonna ask him but eric's opinion's like, way better than mine well here's i i think i'm going to have a because i want alexa's opinion and i want eric's opinion and there's another friend of mine brandon hughes i want his opinion and i might use the anchor app to do some sub uh interviews yeah, yeah throw yeah. uh almost like bonus episodes i'll put all those three together to be a part two of what we're talking about right here yeah, yeah, but um, might get my buddy uh, Noah Hardwick too because he he made some good points. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, uh, we talked a while uh, 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 a couple months back about the an act that got passed. Episode ten. Episode ten. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, the music mon- uh, monetization act is that yes. uh, that's right. And uh, that was to help songwriters and 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 uh, musicians get more of the piece of the pie uh, from streaming services, mostly. And um, and if I am correct, and this is why I wanted Alexa here. This is why. Uh, so, if any of you guys know more than I do, please. I do not. Um. Over the course of the next four or five years, we were supposed to get. Um, as songwriters, supposed to get forty four percent more uh, per stream than we get, uh, which is roughly about the equivalent of getting forty dollars. I think right now we get forty dollars for every ten thousand streams. That's kind of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, they passed this act in February, and all the companies had thirty days to to uh agree or disagree like appeal that's the word i'm looking for uh itunes goes no that sounds that sounds fair uh Amazon, apple music yeah is that what, yeah apple music says so no that sounds fair um spotify and amazon uh both appealed it and now a lot of headlines, including the one I posted, and it was uh, it, because it it kind of got the attention. But it, a lot of it, I mean, it is in quotes, but it says Spotify and Amazon sue songwriters, and they're not suing songwriters. Uh, they're actually just appealing um, the uh, the argument or the the actual act. And they put out this big uh, long uh, statement, 
And uh, I, I think as a musician, as an artist, uh, we already know, I think we all, four, the four of us would sit here and say, it's a bummer that I have to get, I only get $40 per 10,000 streams. It seems like I should get more than that. Right. Um, I don't know what that is. But what I don't what I don't like is whenever a comp- big companies seem to be taking advantage of those that are, we're just kind of we're stuck in the middle because like the argument is uh, there's this awesome tool we just tapped into to playlists with some of our artists mm-hmm. uh-huh. that could share us with brand new people mm-hmm. and now I have to figure out whether I want to do that if I'm willing to take it like almost like that's their fee. Take forty four percent less on Spotify because well, is what they're, they're doing even me. going through yet? No, they're appealing. They appealed it. So if they if they wouldn't appealed it in the month, it would have went into act. Okay, they appealed it, so it puts a puts a hold on hold it, on like it, a reevaluation yeah. or something. Okay, and so, so the thought is, the thought should is, we as musicians, as people that think we should have more. Right for us to be able to do this for a living, because that's all four of us have tr- are trying to do music for a living. Right. Uh, for us to make music for a living, it we need to somewhat take a stand, somewhat against the areas that are not only taking advantage of us but everyone uh, as musicians, and the yeah. idea that we, um. Where where do we stand? Uh, I guess in that should I take my music off of iTunes? No one made this suggestion. Off of Spotify, you mean? Yeah, off of Spotify and Amazon, or um, and no one made it. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you guys uh, chime in, and then I'll I'll, I'll let you know because I've thought uh, a lot about this in the last month and a half. I even posted that like on Ravenhill site like. In light of all this, we may we're talking about taking it down because it seems, you know, I might be we might be saying at the most saying goodbye to a couple thousand a year from from uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, is it's, that something? It's, it's a it's a balancing act of is taking our art off of Spotify slash Amazon in exchange for like in protest, is it worth the accessibility losing of that accessibility that for apps that a lot of people use, is it worth taking it down at the just in, in to try to make a point? Is that, is that hurting us more than helping us or is it? And uh, so that's something to consider because I mean, I've used Apple Music over Spotify for a very, very so long have time. So, but I've heard that the majority, but majority, I think, still Spotify. uses Spotify. And uh, and for me, it was just literally just a loudness thing. I like, oh, I like the loudness of Apple Music. To me, it sounded better, so that's why I used. And also, everything I have is Apple, so it just made more sense. So, but I heard a lot of people use Spotify, and that's yeah. very true. Uh, so, is it hurting us more in protest and? not just meet, miss that market completely and, you know so that's that's kind of the question is like is is i mean i'm all for standing up for the artist and standing up i know for, as a scale thing if if it's just ravenhill or if it's just 
it doesn't hundreds make that of much bands. Yeah, they they don't care. But it's more on a money scale. But is it as like on a visibility well, money scale? Talks. On a on a visibility scale, just people will be accessing our music. At I want all. I want to inspire. I said that in the post. Like uh, we realize that taking Raven Hill's music off is going to make Spotify lose. Now I will say there have been a handful of people that have reached out and said I just switched to Apple, like just because of this, which yeah, feels I've heard good. That too. And and here's the thing: upon taking, if we end up taking our music down from Spotify, eventually Spotify or the system will regulate in some way, and we'll end up getting back on there. Yeah, I know this is very much a right now thing, right? And it's going to be temporary, and something's going to happen, and someone's going to break. It might be us. It might, yeah, it might be the the musicians that still get the short end of the stick, but it's just what it was before, or some variation of that. You know, Johnny, what do you think? I think I'm in no position to uh, be trying to have any defiant actions yeah, we don't have any Spotify. Or anything like My that. band has one Christmas song on Spotify, and then least of these, we have all our albums on there. But I, I'm thinking more for for myself. I don't know. Maybe it's a little uh, self centered and not caring about the whole community of musicians or whatever. But where I'm at right now. I just need to be able to put music out on the internet and I need to be able to get people listening to it because what I want to do long term is a lot more than just those streams. And so my I would love to have a, a fan base that follows a website of mine and I have a, uh, what, what is that, like a club or a Patreon yeah. of some sort. And eventually, that be where the majority of my income comes from, anyways. You can cultivate that right now by not putting on any streaming site. <clears throat> but I can also get people to listen to the shit on streaming sites because I'm gonna give it away for streaming, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, to me, it seems like there's no reason to make it harder than it is for myself right now, just uh, to make some point. I mean, I'm getting we're getting screwed over everywhere, man. Just look at tax prices on a uh, property taxes. Yeah, just I like guess the, I'm talking it's about... It's just another area where you go, yeah, and life's not fair. Yep, that's how it goes. This is just another area but where money is talking. But do we keep taking talking. it up, up the butt if if uh, we just go, yeah, okay, this is the way life is. I'm just going to accept the crappy situation I'm in. Or if, is there a way to inspire and, and take action and say, no, I'm not going to... It's my art. I'm going to do it the way... Dude, uh, there's children getting bought and sold right now i know and so until i'm being more you can't can't, no i can't can't listen yes i can yes i can until i'm being more aggressive in my opinions on that i'm not worried about the spotify situation you know what i'm saying until i'm taking actions against that we can't have this conversation then no we can we can because i'm not talking about for you guys i'm talking about for myself i I, i'm not gonna rip my music off spotify and be like i stuck it to the man I, it li- that's just another task for me to do at this point. You know what I mean? It, it's I, I don't have a team mentality enough to be like, come on, guys, let's rise against the Spotify machine. I don't even want to play with the Spotify machine. I wanna I wanna have my own little website and just do my stuff. That's why I said you should you shouldn't put it on Spotify. Why not? <laughs> I can't. Why can't I do just both? Another thing you have to handle. You li- uh, just on the other hand. It's one more thing you have to deal with. Not if you're using DistroKid. <laughs> okay. You just put a link on your website. You upload everything to DistroKid. 
I don't. I mean, I have music on Spotify right now, and I don't even have a Spotify account. I don't mm. even have the app on my phone. Yeah, Where, Brady, what do you think? Uh, I I'm all for taking it down. Yeah, I th- I think it good leaving it up there. It it is sets a bad I, example for the children. No, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just dropped <laughs> that. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, there it is. Uh, no, I think it's. Uh, I don't like the idea of uh, just leaving it up there because then it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's having a passive mentality and like not doing anything about it. I mean, it's like and, seeing slavery. Right. And yeah, and like, and going and like, I get that. Like, just the idea of like, well, if I'm not doing anything about this, then why do I care about you're gonna, this? You're going to equate this to slavery now. I mean, no, you, it's like seeing about you, you did. You, that, did. You, you just you, did. You did that first. So How did I compare it? You said there's kids, kids being bought, sold, bought and bought sold. sold in slavery. Oh, that wasn't a comparison at all. That was just saying if I'm going to be worried about those things, I can't spend time being worried about All right. Let me say this then. It's like seeing someone being wronged across the street from you. Like someone get ripped off. And you could say, I don't like what you're doing there. I'm going to try to step in and stop this. You may not stop it. But at least you know that you did the right thing. Right. Absolutely. I think if as long as we leave, stay, leave stuff up there and stay silent, then... Um, I don't want to be a hero. I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm not trying... What I'm trying to do is say, hey, I don't like the way things are right now. I would like to... Is it possible like to, to express that without having to act immediately? We haven't acted immediately. That's why we're having this conversation. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, but... I think that that's but what this is right here. Totally, totally. I want. I valued your guys' opinion, and I started a conversation online, and I've gotten a lot of great info from this. How soon does a decision need to be made, in your opinion? Uh, well, I said I would not take it down until I have physical copies of of, and I'm giving away anybody that listens to our stuff strictly on Spotify, and all they have to do is tell me. I'm going to mail them a copy, or at least uh, email them a digital version of our songs. So they don't have to go on Spotify. They don't, they're not inconvenienced. So uh, on our thing, we have you know roughly 500, it varies, but 500 to like 2,500 monthly listeners. And all 2,500 of those people, if they messaged me and said, hey, yeah, I, I will pay. I'm out of my pocket to uh, get that CD to them or digital version to them. And, and so they're not inconvenienced. Absolutely. You know what I think? I think if I had more music that was made just to make money, I would probably care and have more of a dog in the fight. But right I, now, the it's stuff It's not that about I, money, though. The, uh, no, I, hold on. Yeah. What I'm saying is, the stuff that I have currently, I just want people to hear. And so it makes more sense to me to get it to more ears. Now, yeah. if there was something that I was doing that I was like, I should be getting paid for this work then maybe I would have more of a dog in a fight for myself. Now, looking at songwriters as a whole, sure, I, I, I'm rooting for the team, but like, it, they're not all the same. I mean, everyone on Spotify doesn't have the same exact passion or vision for why they're using Spotify. So I can't speak for all of them. Right. I, I can just speak most for how I aren't. feel feel towards it. It's like, whenever I to me, if we do nothing, then we're just saying, man, do whatever you want with us. We'll, we'll take it. I mean, that's that's the thing that makes me I've literally stayed up all night going like, how can I navigate this? Because, yes, I love the idea of of finding uh, there are plenty of people that have found us on uh, Spotify and had never heard of Ravenhill before. Um, but if I sit back and I go, nah, I don't, 
I just I, I I'd rather get noticed than stand up for what I think is right. Uh, then I feel I feel like I'm compromising for sure, and that's me. That's just personally me. So I might not feel this way later, but where I'm at right yeah, now, it's I mean, just not on the way my radar. the way I look at it. Because I I honestly, sadly, it's probably on me. I haven't given it the thought that you have. And so my first inclination is it's like okay, weighing both sides, just like with any the way I try to approach anything is like look at this how's side, it benefit look, me versus how's it benefit yeah, the whole. So it, it's like what in which way leads more. And like and I and I am all for like you know I don't feel like songwriters should I I feel like there should be a stance and I feel like we musicians in general just the industry the musicians have always got you know for the majority the bad end of the stick in comparison to the corporate side and uh, and I think and I've always felt that needs to change and for me it's like whatever what is the most effective course of action for that change to actually occur and will it. But, you know, I, I do agree with the sentiment of it's better to at least try and and stand for what's right than just let us be taken advantage of. So I think there is a lot to be said for that and, uh, you know, has a lot of validity. So I don't know. I, I, I still I feel like I need to think and process it more. But I do very much, you know, after hearing your side, I do very much agree mostly with what you said. The bummer, I, the bummer side of it is, um, chances are nothing's going to get done. Right. Um, there, I've only seen ourselves and two other bands make a statement in any. And sense. I think it is kind of a, and it's again probably on me. I think it is the personality traits of a lot of musicians being more passive, and uh, a lot of musicians just like the arts artistic is like, oh, this is my art. It doesn't, you know. How does this matter? Which, I mean, there is that side that is valid, but there aren't as many type of people who are willing to be, be like, well, this is the way it's always been, so what's going to change? Versus having, I admire your passion, and I admire your passion, and I think that's the right thing, and I think that is the way people should approach it. I just don't think artists as a community are naturally inclined to react that way. There's How, some yeah. out there. There's punk there definitely band, there's are, punk bands that don't have their stuff streamable already. That yeah. for the that's longest true. For time, but reason, like yeah. I don't know them. You know? It's freaking annoying. Circle takes a square. You can't find shit. <laughs> I mean, I have um, their CDs, but but I think the mentality they don't go in my we're phone. presenting forward is the correct one. It's right. just is that the best way to do it? Maybe I don't know, but I think that your mentality is correct. Um, I was gonna say I. Th- I think there's more to it than just taking your stuff down. Oh, I think for sure. This is it. Like if if you, it's a like, community, it's like the a whole, culture of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It's the whole thing of like I've been never whenever people say like voting wise, like your vote matters. One vote does not matter. The one vote does not matter at all unless you're willing to talk about your vote. Unless you're willing to have a discussion. So in this like if if Johnny, if you just took your stuff down and never say anything about it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. I especially for our level of bands or anything. If you see a Beyonce take her stuff down, that makes a big effect. She doesn't have to say anything; it just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes a huge effect. Well, remember but, when Taylor Swift yeah. called out iTunes or yeah, Apple absolutely for whenever and they're starting. They Apple changed music it. And, they changed yeah. everything because of her. Yeah, yeah. And and so like, but for us, like, I think if you just take your stuff down, it doesn't really change anything. But having this discussion, having being able to sit here and discuss if, this and if talk about thousands this back of and bands forth, our size take their stuff down they'll right. listen yeah right. absolutely 100%. but 
once again, no one's like no one's really talking about it. Right. Some people might have done it. I Google nonstop about this for podcasts talking about this, and no one's talking. Right. No one. It's crazy. Yeah. We're just because the music industry as a whole just folds. Just says, yeah, whatever. That's yeah. what's well, so it's, heartbreaking. It's, it's, the more it's the I classical find, conditioning. It's what we're conditioned to, the, and that it's sucks. The grooming. Yeah, we we've yeah. been taught take your shoes off. Yeah, hundred percent. Kids, and then we go. Yeah, uh, totally. I'll take everything off. That's that's to me. That's the music industry. We've been constantly treated as a whore, and we just accept it. Yeah, and I agree with that. 100%. And there's a part of me that's what makes me so on fire right now is that um, I couldn't find hardly anything on it. Like there are no musicians, two musicians I've heard talk about it. Lily's uh, a memory, which they used to be in a band called Super Drag, and and most of their stuffs on um, on uh, they they deal mostly in in uh, not streaming stuff. They they're kind of like a shoegaze band that uh, deals strictly almost strictly in vinyl, uh, and I think it's rad. Um, and then Ethan Luck was uh, was oh, actually cool. his his post is what I saw first on this, and and I then wanna, he was I want to hear his, his thoughts. Now since then he's taken his post down. I don't know why, okay. and I'd love to know why he took his thing down. I, mean, I should text him and find out. Working with some pretty big people right now. Yeah, yeah. it might be one of those things. Where he's on tour, with need to breathe. Uh, and he so, was with Kingsley on right before that. Right. And so it might be something that like they're like, oh, you political. can't take that big of a stance against something that and I get it. Uh guys yeah. Uh so I'd love to find out what Assuming he's that's about. what happened. I yeah, don't that's know. We're, we don't we're, know it's all speculation. Like, so I want to put that out there. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Um I I wish I wish I was someone important. To be able, like, for me to have this conversation and enough people go, like, just start the conversation, right? And say, oh, Raven Hill's going to take take down, and and Spotify's sitting there going, like, who? Uh, but I wish they would. They go, oh man, we're losing Raven Hill, and they they count for this like two percent of the rock listeners co- that come to Spotify listen to this band. You know, that's huge. That's huge. That's yeah, huge. Yeah. Say. So so uh, that would be rad if we had that much clout. I guarantee. If we did that, then all these other bands would go, all right, uh, I'll consider it. There'll be some that blindly go, yeah, I'm taking my stuff down too because right. they did it. Um, but all that to say, to have that much power, I want to be – that's why I haven't done it yet. I don't have that much power, and I still – the little bit of power and influence I have, I want to have the conversation first before I do it. And I don't want to make it inconvenient for the people that have invested in Love Us. So that that's uh i'll uh uh i'll probably I, I wanted to have alexa's uh alexa and eric's uh opinion for sure on this well it'll be an ongoing thing and we could definitely talk about it in the future yeah so. i think noah had a great yeah um, i want to know kind of what his perspective was uh he he hit me up and we were having this long conversation on on uh on the comment thread on ravenhill and it was Maybe using maybe using the um, Spotify almost like you do a radio station with singles now, and instead of putting your whole records on there, just putting your singles. So so they're there for uh, discovery okay. instead of where you find your whole thing. True. So I kind of like that compromise. Trying to get it on like playlists and stuff. Like yeah, like and stuff. just uh, your singles, so. and 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 then 
and then you can take them down after they've ran their course with the single wise. So, interesting. Uh, I I kind of like that idea. That's a compromise, at least. Yeah, that way you can still use it as a discovery because you don't. I mean, you roughly get. Yeah, and and you put on there that like if you want the whole record, you just go to to our website or yeah. or iTunes. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of where I think I'm leaning. Well, that's an approach that takes the amazing outlet that is Spotify and doesn't completely get rid of it. Well, also makes you feel like you at least have some moral stance towards what they're doing. Until it gets fixed, yeah. 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 So. Taking a stand like, you know, if you want all of our content, all the art we create, go to this the places that do support the art. And, you know. What's crazy is I get I, the two number uh, the, the num- two top things that people ask me if we're on. Number one is not Spotify. Number one is YouTube. Number two is Spotify. And uh, when people go, oh, are you on Spotify? I was like, yeah, our singles are on there. And I can give me a talking point to like why our whole records aren't on there. So um, that was just something I wanted to talk about. And like you said, we will end up uh, uh, talking about that more. Um, but I think I think we've we've kind of done it right. Yep. Yep. Um, you can rate review us. Uh, we would love your info your comments on this topic. Um, this is something that affects us uh, as, as creators and as fans of music. And, and I hope I'm not coming across as, as like, um, I feel like, I don't know, like, like uh, uh, I'm trying to take a stand where I shouldn't. Uh, maybe I got my, maybe I, I'm my priorities or I'm trying to be a, so, uh, some, social justice hero or whatever no it's just something that matters to you and you're working it out yeah and and but i would love to hear other people's opinions on this and um and try to figure out what you think is the best move moving forward and and this is something that will be with every with every artist i mean the idea that like we've definitely seen the benefits of spotify I mean, look at Red Arrow and City of Auburn since they got put on those playlists. Like they're, they went from twenty two, Red Arrow went from twenty two monthly listeners to like twenty eight hundred monthly listeners. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um, I think I think uh, City of Auburn's up there in the same same ballpark. So, so obviously, big difference for sure. So, um, uh, you guys have anything else you want to add? I think that's it. Ready. Do you guys want to try a trot pickle? No. Brady? Uh, I, I will do it just for the, the whole speculation of it, but I hate pickles. I hate Is it vinegary. No. I am not a fan. So trot pickles are um, fruit punch. Uh, Soaked pickles? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fruit punch infused pickles. Oh, my gosh. They're red. They're blood red. It's, just, it's like trying to take a turd and make it like semi. Well, thank you. As I'm about to take a bite. Of well, I'm about to Kalen, take. I'll take. I, I just Kalen can't reach. About to. Here. Yeah. Here you go. I'll take it without the. Here. Do you want this one? You want to grab your own? Grab your own if you want. So you don't oh want. Oh my gosh. Come on, Brady. You want to try this? Man, this no, is I don't. so awful. Okay, ready. Are we doing one, the whole thing? 
Hold on. Nah, I'm Hold just going to take one bite. One bite. Hold okay. on. Before you guys do that. There's no reason to... to... <sighs> it smells so bad. Here, oh, Kaylin, show, bring that over here. Let me see that. Uh, I hate pickles so freaking much. Man, that is like blood red. Oh, this is like running down your hand. Oh, yeah. Ready? Terrible. Cheers? Yeah. yeah. One, two, three. Ew. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Kind of terrible. <laughs> Kaylin, looks it like tastes you have, like... Look, you have blood in your teeth. It oh. tastes exactly like what I thought it would yeah. taste like. Actually, it like tastes awful. exactly... <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, wow, that's yeah. That's really a good. Really, do not like pickles. It still stands, Michelle. I'm sorry. What did Michelle think about it? She was like, "They're not as good as like standard pickles," but she said she liked it. She's had them before. Yeah, we had take these the home pair. to her because we're. Oh uh, no! I told London I'd bring home, bring him home. That's fine. Oh, and aftertaste is just. Oh, so you want to toss that outside? You're not going to finish yeah. that. You're not going to finish it. No, we're not no, gonna finish it. There's no no way. They're no not way. that bad. They're stain the fingers. Bring for them over sure. here. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they're for a person who likes pickles. They may not be bad, but I just can't stand pickles. I like pickles. They weren't that bad. I just uh, I'm not a sweet guy. I don't yeah. like sweets, and so, and that uh. that had um, I definitely had uh, uh like I mean that. You know, whenever you drink, or I never did, but you know when people drink pickle juice? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. This would be. This would literally be fruit punch. It's like fruit punch Kool-Aid in there. Yeah. It like, so, did they make pickles and just throw it in a thing of fruit punch? Yeah. That's 100% Pretty what much, it is. yeah. Take a sip out of it and see. If no. You, because it's just fruit punch. No, I that's don't. I, that's said. the part I don't like the most. Pickle, pickle but juice it's not. And fruit punch. It's just okay. So that's different than just fruit punch. Well, it's because the pickle juice is right. Not with just contained within <sighs> the context this of the burp. It's pickle. not good. And um. Anyway, well, that's one. Chop pickles. Tropicals. Uh, uh, I would local, recommend them at your local Walmart. But if you want them, you. You know what you got yourself into. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, rate review us. Uh, Josh at Honeygold Records, please send me uh, any any thoughts you thought I had on this. and Any weird uh, foods you want them to eat? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tr- yeah, That's I'll try. Like, if, you could, if you could. I'll try anything once just about. If you if there's something like this. Sometimes you got to try it five or seven times. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> go to the Chris Hemsworth for that joke. Uh, <laughs> um, if you... If if you uh, um, have any weird, that came up because I was in. We were talking about the last episode, and Johnny goes, "Oh, Eric's uh, vocals uh, aren't very loud at the beginning of that." And I go, "Yeah, we shared a channel, and he got right up in that microphone, and uh, like Kaylin makes a comment about fifteen twenty minutes into the episode, and he gets right up in the microphone." And we were kind of talking in a group chat about that, and I was getting pickles. Or some burgers I was making last night, and uh, and then this was right next to it. And I go on another note: What are these? <laughs> and and uh, and so that's what I bought them. They were a dollar eighty eight, and here we are. Well, and they'll I will they'll sit in my my 
a refrigerator for the next decade, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you have something you want us to try that I can pick at my local, uh, like Kroger, Brookshire's, or Walmart. Brookshire's? That's actually what how you're supposed. Is to it say. really? Yeah, Brooks yeah, Shires. not Brookshire's. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's right. as a as an uh, a newly transplanted from Tennessee guy. I originally called it Brookshire's, right? And then I heard Brookshire's. them say Brookshire's, and I've been trying to correct myself. Wow. Hmm. So, um, but if I can get it there, or if you <laughs> want to mail it to us and it stay fresh, we will try it on the podcast for sure. I'm down. At least Kalen and I will. I, I definitely will. I don't care. Yeah. So, long live the brotherhood. Long live the hive.